0: Find your way to a semicircle. And this evening, um, we are going to start our time together with some words from Dina Metzger in a book she wrote called Writing for Your Life. And she says this Stories move in circles, they don't move in straight lines. So it helps if you listen in circles. There are stories inside stories, and stories between stories. And finding your way through them is as easy and as hard as finding your way home. And part of the finding is the getting lost. And when you're lost, you start to look around and listen. So tonight, that's what we're going to be doing, continuing, sharing story in circles, um, listening, perhaps getting a bit lost but then really finding our way home again. But first, our kids are going to lead us in our new community song. So, Rhody, take it away. Yeah, so since the kids are, uh, we're starting a new series on all saints and we're learning about uh, people that have formed our faith, um, we thought this would be a wonderful song um, to kind of fit that theme. So I'm just gonna sing really loudly, if you know it, jump in, the kids, we learned it last night maybe. <laughs> We learned it
1: last week. Maybe it'll it'll come back to that. We are pilgrims.
0: Kids, enjoy learning about the saints, and we will see you in a little bit. Um, it is so good to see all of you tonight. I would ask for this circle time, um, and more than likely by 4.55, a lot more people will be here. Um, but if you, during the passing of the peace, just make sure you're a part of a circle where there are other people. Um, unless... <laughs> Or, really, ideally, even more than two. Um, so, just find your way to people um, during the passing of the piece, unless you want to have a conversation with yourself, and that is just fine. Um, but I did want to make that announcement. If you want to go sit by yourself and need some meditation tonight, like you do, you. Um, but tonight, we have quite a few announcements. Um, well, I say that, and really, there's one. So, the big one is can The big action, CAN's big action, is this Thursday with all of our folks running for city council as as well as our two mayoral candidates. Um, It is at 7 p.m. at Mount Level Missionary Baptist Church. It'll be from 7 to 8.30. CAN begins on time and ends on time. A few things to note. Kids are welcome. This is a great, really fun, high-energy Event, Um, They really are encouraging kids, families to come with their children if you would like. Um, We as Emmaus Way have pledged 25 folks from our community. So please, please, please let Tim Wooten, myself, um, you can text Tim Condor, he's out of town until Tuesday, um, but let us know if you plan on being there. You can bring friends, we can count them in our number, if you bring your children we can count them in our number. And pub group um, come from seven to eight thirty, and then just then should go to pub group. Um, so that's Thursday, seven o'clock. Mount Level Missionary Baptist Church. Parking is pretty tight, so they are encouraging folks to carpool if you're able. Um, we I will be going. We have a Rav now that can seat five, so uh, six. Seven, we think, we think James' parents were, were sending us a message when they gave us this car. Um, but anyway, so we are happy to take folks as well. Um, another announcement on Wednesday morning at 7.30, Religious Coalition for Nonviolent Durham has their annual fundraising breakfast. If you would like to go, um, I am confident there is still a spot for you. Um, come hang out with me at 7.30 Wednesday morning, Elizabeth Eford, some others. But it'll be a great time to hear about the work of the coalition and support Ben. They also have their monthly luncheon at 12 on Thursday. That's right. It's all, all, all the events. This Thursday at 12, it's another great community event. And lastly, if you work at Duke, or if you just wanna get onto Duke's campus, um, Rhodey was one of the few third year divinity students Selected at Duke to preach in their chapel, and her chapel is this Thursday at 11:20. Um, so, if you are connected to Duke already on campus, or if you just want to come, that'll be at 11:20 Thursday. Elizabeth and I will be there with love um, for her community of Emmaus Way to support her. If you're available to come, and that'll be in, the in the Divinity School chapel. chapel, yeah, in the Divinity School chapel in Goodson Chapel, you can email me. Happy to bus over there with you. Any other announcements? Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball, yes, on Friday, November 3rd. Ben, what if you make this announcement?
2: Sure, so yeah, we have, I think now, a group of about eight or nine uh, musicians, about half of Mansley regulars, half not. Tim Carls has put this group together to put on uh, Emmylou Harris's album, Wrecking Ball, which features number of songs that we sing at Emmaus Sway on a regular basis, and it's really just an album that sort of feels like a, a center for a lot of the f- folks that um, have found the musical home at a Way if you're performing artists. So yeah, we're doing that on Friday the 3rd at the Carper Arts Center at 7.30. Uh, I said I was going to do this last week, but I actually will this week. Send an email and sort of encourage you to invite folks. Um, this is a kind of thing that feels like a really good way to be really public with something we're really good at and do well and support our musicians uh, by providing them an exciting gameful gig in the process. So yeah, would love for you to spread that far and wide.
0: And if you find yourself around Durham a lot where you can post about events, then we have a poster that we're getting printed um, after the luncheon on Wednesday. Um, and we will would love help Kind of posting, or, yeah, at two coffee shops, bars, um, would love for people to help us. So if you want to take some posters once they're printed, email Ben, and we can get those to you. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's all. November 5th is Baptism Sunday again, which is really exciting. So mark it on your calendar. The baptism, the most sacred baptism circus is what I call it, and it's wonderful. Um, but Suze and your friend, would you like to introduce your friend? Yes, this is uh, Debbie Wong. She is a student at Duke
3: Divinity School and quite an accomplished musician, and
0: she is a Yeah, which is wonderful. We're so glad that y'all are with us. So take it away.
3: Um, uh, it's great to be with you all two weeks in a row, especially as you're working through uh, A sort of series of conversations around uh, your community that we were able to kind of come back and dream about more songs that speak to uh, why we all might get into a room together on a Sunday Mm -hmm. why we all might you know seek to have this community of people who you know support each other out in the world and Guide one another. So, uh, this first song was uh, one of Ben's picks, and I like it because it uh, it kind of speaks to a way that I experienced church as a child, where I was not invited to ask questions, was not invited to be curious, was not, um, you know, formation was not something that was hands on, and uh, so I, I like the song a lot for that reason. That you know, it kind of exposes the ways that, you know, sometimes in, in f- forming and for- formation, that like we don't uh, indulge our curiosity. So.
1: Every step's been shown to you Like all those years in school What they said is what you say what they saw is what you see you like a clear drawn line partitioned defined, so you can rest in knowing everything is as it should be but I want you
4: We always say the course Talking quickly doesn't leave much time For questioning So much is repetition We mimic old decisions And walk the same path Just because we know where it will lead
3: And as we turn to the task of talking to one another and focusing on just kind of you know what, what we're hoping will come to pass uh, between us and in the future, uh, here is I'm, I hear this is a, a mayus staple. Um, But I think this is a a wonderful way to kind of focus those intentions.
1: On alert to love without fear. Pour me a glass of wine. Talk deep into the night. Who knows what we'll find? Intuition. Deja vu The Holy Ghost Haunting you Whatever you got I don't mind Cause I Was born to laugh I learned to laugh Through my tears Without fear Put your elbows on the table I'll listen long as I am able There's nowhere I'd rather be Secret fears the supernatural Thank God for this new laughter looks on me I was born to laugh I learned to laugh Through my teeth. fear. We've seen the landfill rainbow. We've seen the junk out of love. Baby, it's no place for you and me. It's
4: cause I was born to Thank <laughs>
1: I learned to laugh. Thank God, without fear. As I was born to laugh, I learned to laugh through my tears.
2: So thank you, Suze and Debbie, for leading us through those two. One brand new, one I think I've always loved about Emmaus Way. It's one of those songs where I was like, oh, they sing this one. Okay, I think this is one of those. This is a place for me. Um, Yeah, so we're going to pass the piece, but I just want to, yeah, point out that, yeah, this is, we have been in a very... uh, Sometimes we fall into a series and it just feels like it just churns and churns. And what I hope is this one, it doesn't feel like we've been doing something really slow or pedantic, but that we'd be doing something really purposeful that's starting in this new space in the fall with the idea of fear and what that might do to shape us as individuals in the community. And using the minister's liturgy as a frame for that is taking advantage of some sort of cuspness at Emmaus Way um, that in a new space and, yeah, having worked through a lot of significant transitions as a community in the last couple of years that this might be a time when new things might be opening up in our life together. Or at least we're ready to maybe do some of that stuff. And I think both these songs get us right into that sense of what are we on the cusp of? What is the thing that we would like to move that's just not moving? And we might be helping it sit still. And if we made that move together, what would it look like to catch each other on the other side of that, and where could that be beautiful? So yeah, that's kind of what we're up to tonight. Again, we're going to do this circle model as we did last week. If you weren't here last week, I'll do a little bit of a, of a sort of re-explanation of it after the passing of the piece. But as you go and greet each other and grab snacks and food, it really does work well if you find yourself in a group of like at least four, preferably even five or six, so you have like a, a really thick circle conversation to process through. So try and rearrange yourself uh, into those sort of groups. But invite you to pass the piece. Okay. So welcome back. You guys are assembling yourselves into circles, all like orderly-like. It's so great. Um, so I want to get a read, because I, I was here last week, but I can never re- you know, how many people were here for this conversation last week the circle conversation last week so i can get a sense of how much i'm orientating here okay yeah it's about half and half perfect okay so to to sort of uh i don't i don't want to spend a lot of time on this but elizabeth did a great job last week of sort of introducing this circle practice and why it felt appropriate to us as a as a oh wow oh yeah no that's I actually, that's great, Brian. I can tell you the story of how I put that back in just before church, and Thanks yeah, for doing there it. you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I tried to figure out where you would be sitting. Yeah. So we felt like this practice uh, would work really well because we do dialogue all the time, and in some ways, this comes out of some experiences I've had in the coalition, which um, has has done circles of healing, healing circles, and like we're starting to look at restorative justice practice and it's really circle focused. And one of the things that is different about circle as opposed to just sort of like a free willing dialogue is this persistent, um, really intense trust in the process itself. That the focus isn't on entering the circle with some sort of goal or about trying to leave the circle with a particular goal being achieved, but it's, it's trusting, um, genuinely open, um, even-handed, magnanimous conversation among individuals to produce something. And, and the thing it produces is not defined. But the sort of the point of circle is sitting with each other, um, being present to what people, other people are saying in a genuine way, allowing you're trying to express yourself in the in the most present and least, um, you know, not preparing what you're gonna say, and just kind of be present to each other and see what evolves in that. And so it felt like a really good way to maybe process at a deeper level or in a more intentional way some of what we've been talking about for the last six or seven weeks. And there's some guidelines there on circle practice, some things that are distinctive about it, what, you know, what, no need to rehearse without feeling rut, some of those things are there and invite you if if it's helpful in your group, if you have new folks to sort of take a couple minutes to read that over um, before you get started. But the questions that we sort of chosen for tonight feel like a cont- continuation of last time, not in a way that you're sort of, I think I don't think you'll in any way be out of the loop if you weren't here last time, but last time we had two questions that were focused a lot on our individual response to particular vows, um, particularly around, like I think the second question was, which of these four, six vows raises the most fear in you um, for yourself or our community trying to live it out? And it seemed like, in thinking where to go next that it made a lot of sense to sort of invite ourselves more into a conversation about as a community. Myself as an individual trying to live into this in a community Emmaus way, where does that, where does that bring tensions to the fray? And, it, and Jim sort of very helpfully jumped in. I think you were exactly where we were at Jim, uh, but Coming from outside the conversation and saying, like, we're talking a lot about individual fear, but a lot of times fear manifests itself corporately. We might have fears for our community that we share that might shape us every bit as much as our individual fear in living into a particular um, aspect of the minister's liturgy. So I think these questions kind of push us in that direction and invite us to start processing together about as we're doing this new thing together, this ongoing thing together. Where does where does doing it together change the doing of it? Um, so, yeah, I think that's most of what I would say to introduce these. Any questions? That's right. That's what we should do. And so that's fantastic, Christine. Um, so let's see, it's 5.10. I think we have about a solid at least 35 minutes for this conversation. So in a group of five or six, that's a good easily a good three or four minutes per person per question. Um, so I think that there's plenty of time to process through. If you get to the end of the third question, I would just encourage you to sort of follow through in that circle process with things that you've heard, responding to things that have come up. But yeah, I'd say, you know, easily 10 minutes a question if you want it. And if it's helpful for the group, yeah, take some time to look over these sort of circle guidelines, or as we said last week, Before each question, leave a little bit of space for those that take a little longer to process and prefer that that don't speak off the cuff like me. So I invite you to the circle practice. I'm gonna find a circle. So I'm gonna interrupt our conversations. It's really hard. I don't know how Tim does this, but yeah, I just left a great conversation and now I'm trying to end everyone else's great conversation as if something I'm going to say is going to be helpful. Uh, but yeah, Susan uh, and uh, Debbie are going to come back and lead us in confession and absolution, but the only thing I do want to say is like I think that this conversation goes somewhere. I think I think these conversations as we say are implicitly valuable, but I think what we're hoping starting next week is that some sort of coming back together out of this starts to give us a sense of work to be done together um, whether it looks like more conversation, whether it looks like particular things that based on something you said in conversation that maybe, maybe it's time to think differently or do this differently or, or things to do together so I think that's a conversation we're hoping to like continue in a very tangible specific where do we go from here Emmaus way um, we're going to do that next week but before we do that, Suze and uh, Debbie are back, and they're going to lead us in Confession and Absolution.
1: Red lights are flashing on a highway. I wonder if we're gonna ever get
4: home I wonder if we're ever gonna get home tonight Everywhere the water is getting rough Your best intentions may not be enough I wonder if we're gonna ever get home tonight But if you break down, I'll drive
1: out and find you. If you forget my love, I'll try to remind you, stay by you. When it don't come easy.
4: Don't know nothing except change will come Year after year what we do is undone Time gets moving from a crawl to a run I wonder if we're gonna ever get home Out
1: there walking down a highway And all of the signs got blown away Sometimes you wonder if you're walking in the wrong direction If you break down, I'll try out, out and find and you If you forget, forget my love, I'll try to remind you I'll say stay by you When it don't it come easy, when it don't come So many things that I've had before They don't matter to me now
4: Tonight I cry for the love that i lost And the love I've never found And when the last bird falls
1: The last siren sounds Someone will say what's been said before It's only love that we're looking for When you break down I'll drive out and find you When you forget my love I'll try to remind you Stay by you When it don't come
3: We inadvertently chose all home songs. It was not intentional. Um, But I like the idea that uh, it is the people. What Debbie and I were talking about over there <laughs> was that it ends up so often being the people that are the four walls and the floor and the roof. Yeah, those are the things keeping us together, and those are the gifts that God has given us uh, to be our church.
4: we roll down this unfamiliar road. Although this there's is stringing us along. Just know you're not alone. Gonna make this place your settle down
0: Susan and Debbie before I do the table invite I did forget one announcement last week Tim started um, kind of the community folks can gather at parts and labor after church any and all are welcome Um, Tim is not here tonight but James and I are going for some hipster poutine and would love um, it's fabulous if you've never had it um, I actually got it for the first time with Christine and I came home and told James this stuff is legit we have to eat it all the time Um, But really, I eat it a lot. Um, But we're going to be there once we finish cleaning up. Anybody and everyone is welcome. It was a good group last week, I hear. Would love for you to join us. Bring your kids if you want, if they have a later bedtime. Um, I think roughly, probably 645 will be the early end by the time we make it. Um, But yeah, between 645, around 645-ish. Would love for you to join us. Um, But so it's so good to be back with you all this week. Um, I was in Tennessee for... Nine days, the longest trip I've been home in a really long time. Um, and people have asked how it was, and I kept on saying, you know, it was really, it was not restful, it was not a restful trip, but it was a restorative trip. And I think it was restorative. I just come from really good people. And as I was there, and that's such a gift, because so many don't, um, yeah. But as I was there, I was thinking how, why I wanted to get back is because I'm a part of a restorative community here. In that Emmaus way, what we are about and what we do is not necessarily restful, but it is restorative. And these circles and the practice of the circles and these conversations and our minister's liturgy and even the open table may not always be restful for us, but it's really, really restorative. And so I invite you to an open table that restores us and sustains us. And through the breaking of bread and the pouring of wine, allows us to remember that we are not alone. And even when it don't come easy, and life is oh so hard, there is someone by your side restoring you as God restores us. So come to our table, break bread for one another, pour wine or juice or gluten-free cracker, say the body of Christ broken for you, the blood of Christ shed for you, or if you prefer, the love of God for you, the peace of God for you. So let us come.